This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is episode 98, season two, Cub Hall of Fame voting. Don't forget to listen, download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Don't forget to leave those five-star reviews in this segment. We talk about the news, the rumors, the events surrounding the Cubs and Wrigley Field. And right now, Crowley, the uh, hot stove continues to be ice cold. Yeah, you know when Andrew McCutcheon getting signed is big news, that, uh-huh. that just kind of tells us where we are. Um, you know, the Tigers signed Jack Flaherty to a one-year deal since the last time we spoke. Like I just mentioned, the Pirates are going to bring back Andrew McCutcheon one more year, so let's see what happens. We had a little trade action. The Brewers traded Adrian Hauser and center fielder Tyrone Taylor to the Mets for right-handed pitcher Coleman Crow. A uh, little trivia question question a little trivia answer for you right here tyrone taylor made the final out in alec mills no hitter against the brewers okay uh the kansas city royals signed free agent hunter renfro that's it dustin that's all the excitement we got the cubs have done very little and the pissing match with scott boris continues uh the cubs have agreed to minor league contracts with an invitation to major league spring training with catchers Jorge Alfaro, they signed catcher Joe Hudson and left-handed pitcher we talked about Thomas Pannone. So all of those, that, those are the three moves that the Cubs have made. All three of them, like I said, uh, it's a minor league contract with an invitation to major league spring training. So if you're a guy like me that likes to go out to Arizona, they have the the premier fields, which are all the people that are invited to uh, major league roster. That's all the obviously the the 40 man roster and and anyone that's invited so these guys are going to be invited and have a chance to compete for a job and then everyone else goes on the backfield so um you know another backup catcher so i mean that's clearly what they're auditioning um whether they're going to keep both i don't know but uh we'll see what happens yeah we'll see what happens there's some uh you know we'll see what happens we, we can't uh rule anything out again today is the anniversary of uh Dansby Swanson. So that was something that I thought might be a benchmark, right? That uh, we might see happen, but uh, uh, nothing yet. Maybe, maybe later, maybe we'll have to have an emergency podcast, but we did get some uh, news on the Cubs as far as the coaching staff goes. Yeah. Craig council at least has made a few moves. Sahad of Sharma of the athletic reported that council has added bullpen coach, Darren Holmes and catching coach Mark strip matter to his coaching staff. Those guys are going to replace Chris Young and Craig Driver, who were let go before David Ross was fired. Now you, uh, we have we, uh, Council's already gotten Ryan Flaherty as his new bench coach. John Maley, we've talked about, is back as the Cubs' assistant hitting coach when Ron Washington went to um, Anaheim. And then uh, those are all the new members of the coaching staff. And then we know hitting catch, hitting coach Justin Kelly, pitching coach Tommy Hadovy, assistant assistant pitching coach Daniel Moskus. And then Mike Napoli at first and Willie Harris at third are all returning 
as it looks like council's coaching staff is getting finalized and an announcement is expected shortly. Now, when you say shortly, is that like CubsCon shortly or what do you think? Oh, I think it'll be before CubsCon. I don't think there's much left for them to do. So, okay. Well, that's, I, I, you know, a lot of, a lot of people do take this time off at 1060 West Addison, uh, obviously not Jed and Carter, but a lot of people. So, I mean, I think with the media and everything like that, they'll probably do it sometime well, after. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled Tommy Hadovy's back. So that's good news for us. I mean, uh, so many, yeah, he, you know, he'll have his continued appearances on the Mully and Haw show and, 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 you know, just some continuity. D Dustin Kelly, again, had, you know, there was some good hitting going on last year, so he's back. And then John Maley, even though he's new, it, it provides some continuity for the AAA guys or other guys. Ian Happ's worked with uh, Maley for years. Um, and then so Napoli Nico. and Willie Harris coming back. That's good news, I think, too. Yeah, so I think I think it's, it's not a huge turnover that everyone's going to have to get used to new guys. So I think that's going to help with the transition. And then uh, Jesse Rogers had some news about some uh, rules that are going to go into effects next year. Yeah, Dustin, you know, we were very positive. We thought, we thought that the new rules went pretty well last year, right? But yep. uh, they're, they're continuing to tinker. In 2024, we're going to have an 18-second pitch uh, clock with runners on as opposed to 20. Four mound visits as opposed to five. And then if a pitcher starts to warm up before an inning, he must face at least one hitter. So that happened a couple times this year where a pitcher was warming up and then all of a sudden when the batter was announced, then they switched the pitcher to kind of mess around. So um, they've also widened the runner's lane. No more lane. shenanigans, Crowley. No more shenanigans. No more shenanigans. Uh. The runner lane has been widened uh, from to the infield grass on first base. Um, just to let you know, though, the players' union opposed these rule changes. Of course MLB they did. Of course <laughs> they did. Right? We have to argue about something. MLB has the majority of seats, though, in the competition committee, and so the rules pass and will be implemented in 2024. But here's what I'm going to say about that argument, Dustin, between obviously the MLB, uh, the rules committee, and the MLBPA, is that I would rather this to me I, is going to change. Very little, in my opinion. I don't think it's, the one thing that might be the big one is the pitcher has to face someone when they're warming up before an inning. You know what I mean? No more shenanigans, like you said. But I would rather they fix this offseason, Dustin, rather than doing these little nitpicky type things, you know, like, oh, we're going to shave two, two seconds off the pitch clock. You know what the problem is right now, Dustin, is I thought it was a very successful year with the rule changes. I don't think they need to add anything, but this offseason has just been absolute trash and boring and, and, and just ridiculous. They have to do something. And I know, you know, we're, we're not in a collective bargaining, uh, you know, we're not in the middle of a, we have an agreement, there's an agreement in place, so you don't want to reopen that up. No way anyone's going to want to reopen that up, but they got to fix this because this has just been not good for the game. It's not exciting. It's not interesting. Um, you obviously are working sports media and you talk about other sports other than baseball, but I mean, baseball just really isn't, you know, there, there's no conversation. There's no excitement going on right now. Yep, they, they lost all their buzz, per se. Right, and I just think they, they have to put some sort of deadline, you know, have it be, uh, you know, the, the day before New Year's because we don't want to deal with this. At, uh, we don't want to do an emergency podcast on the 31st, but do it January, you know, do it, do, it, do it December 30th. Have a deadline and say, okay, if you want to sign a multi-year contract, it has to be done by December 30th. If you want to sign a one-year contract, then you can do those after December 30th. Right. Right. That makes sense. I, li I like that idea. That, that, that's good. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it just, I just, I just feel like you know, you want people to be interested in, in the sport. You want people to be, you want to, be, you know, people talking about the sport, all of those things. And so, I think that's kind of the way that we need to look at this. Good idea, Crawley. You are full of those, my friend. All right. So what else do we've got? We've got some uh, young Cubs getting some extra Christmas money, you're telling me. Yeah. During the last CBA negotiations, the players fought to get some of the younger players some more money. I mean, Dustin, the way it works is you got you to make it through all the arbitration years and all this stuff before you start making the big cash. I know people think about like, you know, Shohei Otani making the big money or or you know, Bryce Harper or any one of those guys. But the majority of players don't make that much considering how short their careers are going to be. And so during the last CBA, they, they both sides agreed to a pre-arbitration pool that's divided among young players. And so, for example, uh, AP put this out, the uh, Associated Press put this out. An eligible player gets $2.5 million for winning an MVP. Or if you win a Cy Young award, you get $1.75 million, you know, uh, those type of things. And so the Cubs, there's also a math formula that you can kind of work on this. And so a player's eligible for, to receive a bonus. And, and so there's a formula and, and they use war wins above replacement, which we've talked about on the show before. And so because of that formula, players got a little bit of extra money that they normally wouldn't have gotten. Justin Steele uh, got the most with 1,673,000. And so part of that money came from him fin finishing fifth in Cy Young voting. So Dustin, you know, I remember when we talked about the Cy Young and I was upset he didn't get third. Um, this is kind of part of the reason is, is he, he would have gotten more money if he would have gotten third as opposed to fifth, but Hey, you know what he got, he got a little bit of extra and then plus what he provided the Cubs with the wins above replacement, he gets some money. Edward Alzali got $263,000. And Javier Assad got $261,000. Hey, that's nothing to sneeze at, especially no, for a couple it, of young guys. Yeah. Right. And, and I think cheers to MLBPA because sometimes, you know, think about who the ones are that are going to be doing most of the negotiating. It's going to be older players, right? Yep. And so the young guys kind of, you know, everyone always says they have to like, you know, take their lumps, take some time, et cetera, et cetera. I think that this is going to really kind of help in the long run. And I hope again in the next CBA. Um, that they start to do a little bit more with the uh, young players and continue to give them their due. Yep, no doubt about that. All right, last thing, Crawley, CubsCon update. Yeah, we talked about CubsCon last time, Dustin, and you know how it was going to be a little bit different, I think, that we said than years past. There's going to be no uh, Ricketts Family Forum, no business ops. You know, I have it on the screen if you're subscribed to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Um, but they did have a couple things that we were kind of both looking at. And one of them was the Sweet 16 squad. And the other was the core from 84. This being the 40th anniversary, Dustin. Gosh, does time fly of uh, that 84 team. But we kind of, it looks like, and I don't know if this is a final. We're going to have someone from the Cubs talking about us about Cubs Con after um, the holidays. 
But this is what it said for the Sweet 16 squad. Matt Caesar, Ben Zobris, Pedro Strope, Miguel Montero, and Justin Grimm. Your guy, Miggy Montero. Yeah, Miggy's back. Miggy always goes to the Cubs con, and he's a guy that understands what it's all about. But uh, when you when you look at these guys, you look at Pedro and Ben, and and you know they were especially Ben Zobris. He's your World Series MVP. Miggy Montero had the the hit that drove in the what ended up being the deciding run. Um, as a Cub fan, you know I know you're thinking like, okay, this doesn't sound like the 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 big guys from 2016, but a lot of them are still playing. When you talk about Kyle Schwarber, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, you're not going to get those Javi Baez. Uh, those guys are all on other teams, so they're not coming to the Chicago Cubs fan convention. The one that really has me excited though, Dustin is Justin Grimm. He hasn't been around for a while. So um, I'll definitely have my autograph marker ready and hopefully I can get a Justin Grimm autograph. I'll be uh, trying to get that. The other is the core of 84. And we talked to David Hall a little bit earlier about the Cubs hall of fame. And like I said, I kind of think that they're going to elect people from this 84 team but here are the guys that are going to be on the 84 panel. Jody Davis, Bobby Dernier, Gary Matthews, Ryan Sick, uh, Sandberg, and Rick Sutcliffe. But the guy that I did not see on there, and I know you kind of joked around a little bit about it last time, was Leon Durham. And so I thought that if you really wanted to recognize two players from the 84 team, it had to be Jody and Leon. Those were guys that were long, you know, were there for a long time. Um, and, and I'm hoping Leon Durham is going to be invited. I hope he accepts, um, guys are weird. You never know how they, how they react. I, I've seen Leon at a couple autograph signings and I can tell he's not hundred percent comfortable doing it. Um, but I would love it if he still kind of came around and, and was a part of this, but just kind of reading the tea leaves there, trying to figure out who exactly from is going to be coming at Cubs con. And that's part of the fun of it is what players are, are going to return, which ones are going to be signing autographs, those type of things. Right. But it's fun to get a surprise, right? You don't want to, you don't have to know everything uh, ahead of time. <laughs> you only want to know. So you have all the proper stuff with you to get the proper autograph. Right. I, I mean, that's, that's, I will have all the stuff with me regardless of who shows up because some of the stuff's teen size stuff, but it does give you a little bit of idea to plan. I mean, as far as surprises, eh, I can live without him, but I'm just kind of looking at the eighties team and Jody Davis was with the Cubs from 1981, Dustin to 1988. So was Leon Durham, the exact same time frame, huh. 1981 to 1988. And then the funny thing is Matthews, the Sarge and Dernier both came in 84 and both were gone from the Cubs in 87. Huh. Uh, they came from the Phillies um, with, you know, Dallas Green yeah, with the GM, but yeah. When you think about, like I said, Jody Davis and Leon Durham, those guys were the best at their position throughout the 80s. And yep. I, I and and they were there the longest. They were other than you know Sandberg, really, they were the longest tenured when you talk about 80s. Yep, it should be fun. That uh I, I'm really curious to see that panel. Well, Crowley, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram. You can email Crowley and I, flythew670 at gmail.com. You can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the Scorbs YouTube channel. We hope each and every one of you have a great Christmas. And don't forget to leave those five-star reviews. Tell a friend about the podcast and go Cubs.